Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Hello, everyone. This is Victor Pitts. I'm hosting Domain Masters this week. Uh, we have a, a great show lined up, uh, very, very timely, in fact, uh, because uh, next week is uh, uh, they're having an ICANN session. And uh, ICANN, as, as you, you folks that have been following the domain industry know, ICANN was founded about 10 years ago, and it's a not-for-profit, multi-stakeholder organization dedicated to coordinating the Internet naming system. Uh, essentially domain names and uh, they hold uh, they hold meetings uh, around the world um, several of them each and every year and they're all open to the public and all the stakeholders that have a vested interest in, in uh, what goes on in the internet particularly in regards to uh, IP addresses and, and domain names and uh, they're having the next one in Mexico City and it's going to be held the uh, first through the sixth of, of March so it's, it's coming up very very shortly and uh, we're we're pleased to have with us a, a, a guest that's going to be attending the show, has attended so many of uh, ICANN sessions and has been a part of so many open forums that they've had and, and uh, special uh, groups, and he definitely understands uh, ICANN, the uh, Internet industry, and uh, and has some valuable information to share with you, uh, each of you tonight. Um, going to be joining us uh, in, in just a few minutes when we come back from a break is uh, Mason Cole, who's the Vice President of Communications and Industry Relations at uh, Oversee. And uh, we'll tell you a little bit more about uh, Mason in just a minute, but I do want you to stay tuned because of some great information regarding new t- uh, TLDs, uh, ICANN budget, uh, expired, expired domain name policy. Uh, and participation, and you'll find out what all that is along with a thing called GNSO restructuring. All these things are important for you as domainers or anyone that has uh, domain names to uh, uh, to be knowledgeable about. Uh, so once we return from uh, commercials, we'll have Mason Cole from uh, Oversee joining us. Domain Masters is now on iTunes. Write us a review and tell us how much you love us. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Have a good weekend, Andy. See you, Andy. Hey, Jim, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast, inexpensive, excellent, and on time. Offshoring.com. 
Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic maximizing details now at friendfinder.com. PPC Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Domain Masters. And you're still master of your domain. Yes! Master of my domain. Here's your host. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, this is, again, the Domain Master Show. My name is Victor Pitts. I am the host of Domain Masters tonight. Um, you know, at Domain Masters, we, we cover a wide range of, um, of topics, but all of them are related back to the domain name. We've had on our show over the years uh, registries, uh, pay-per-click company, uh, the search engines, Google, Yahoo, and, and many others. We've had uh, various success stories and not-so-successful stories from, from the Internet because there's something to learn from each and every one of those. So we've had domainers on sharing with us, um, you know, their, their story and, and how they got to the point where they are. Uh, the last few weeks, we've been Spotlighting, spotlighting some tools, some valuable tools that would be uh, beneficial uh, for uh, domainers that want to stay in the know with what's going on with the industry. And uh, kind of continuing in that vein, sort of, kind of, um, there's another place where you can, you really should be paying attention to as, as uh, an investor in, in domain names or people that uh, have a stake in domain names, and that is uh, an organization called ICANN, which is a regulatory body that oversees the Internet. And ICANN, as I mentioned in the the uh, preview at the beginning of the show is uh, having a meeting uh, March 1st through 6th in Mexico City. Uh, tonight, our guest, uh, we're being joined by Mason Cole. Mason is the Vice President of Communications and Industry Relations at Oversee. He directs uh, public relations for the company and, is the o- and its operating divisions and is responsible for overseas relationships with ICANN, trade associations, and partner companies. He directs the company's intellectual property efforts and has successfully secured eight patents in the United States, Canada, and China. He joined Snap Names in 2001 as vice president of marketing and was editor and publisher of a respected state of the domain name industry analysis newsletter. His previous experiences include marketing, public relations responsibilities in both agency and corporate roles, most notably in the financial service and technology industries. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome uh, Mason Cole. Mason, are you here? Hi, Victor. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. So are you all packed for Mexico City? <laughs> no, 
Not quite. I'll uh, I'll finish that up tomorrow night before I, uh, I get on a plane on Friday. So so um, there's a number of topics that are are up for discussion, and and we've kind of highlighted some of them in, in the uh, preview. Um, you know, new TLDs, ICANN budget, ex- expired name name uh, names policy participation in GNSO uh, restructuring. And I did look at some of the links, and this is, again, all public domain stuff, folks, that you can all look at that as well. There's a link right off from the ICANN.org uh, site that takes you to the uh, Mexico City ICANN meeting. But, uh, Mason, is this kind of comparable to uh, a typical ICANN meeting, or is this one a little bit heavy with some new uh, topics that are important for us to pay attention to? Well, in general, most of the ICANN meetings are they're, they're, they're getting heavier every time every time they have a meeting. So uh, I would say that the trend is definitely toward a lot more policy and a lot more um, a lot more issues being considered every ICANN meeting. When, when the first ICANN meeting I ever attended was back in the year 2000, and <clears throat> excuse me, it was uh, it was held in uh, in Los Angeles, just around the corner from ICANN's headquarter offices there, and and. There wasn't that big an ICANN staff, and there weren't that many people in the room. And uh, nowadays, there's thousands of people in the room. The ICANN staff is now above 100 people, and their their budget back then was $8 million, and it's now more than $61 million. So, um, you know, the amount of, of uh, resource and energy and, and uh, uh, competing agendas that flows into the ICANN uh, process now is, is greater than ever, and it's, uh, it's it's becoming more and more important that the people who are affected by what ICANN does, and that's really everybody who has any kind of stake in the domain name system, uh, pays attention to what's coming out of the ICANN process because it's uh, it's as you as you say it's getting heavier by the by the year really. Right. So there's uh, everybody is essentially that has a domain name or is thinking about getting a domain name as a, a stakeholder and and what they do, and everybody can be affected. Um, so participation's open, but how many people do do is there a big group that actually participates, or is it pretty much a certain special interest group that uh, stick with it and, and get their agenda pushed across? Well, you know, it's both, really. There, there are, for sure, there, there are, um, uh, there, there are companies and folks and organizations that show up with a specific agenda to try to try to get across. Um, but you know, to its credit, ICANN has really done quite a job in the last year or so in encouraging participation from everybody and uh, they've made particular efforts to 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 reach out to to business groups who um um, are not as literate about the issues involved in in domain name registration and ownership as they probably should be and uh and at the mexico city meeting they're um they're having a special session where um uh companies and corporate interests who don't you know they're not as educated about domain names are going to have a chance to become better acquainted with how policy development affects them um but you know every uh almost every meeting and you know some of this depends on 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 where it is you know the ICANN rotates continents every every time they uh every time they meet and last summer they met in paris and as you might guess it was a pretty heavily attended show um this time in mexico city and not not as many people want to go to mexico city as paris but um, every time it seems like every time uh, I go to an ICANN meeting, there are uh, there are more and more people who are there, and and the voices become louder and louder, and there's um, there are more people who want to get their agendas accomplished. Now, if if someone shows up to attend their first uh, ICANN meeting, uh, would they be called upon to uh, vote or open discussion for speaking, or how? What role would someone that attended their first ICANN meeting partic- potentially be able to uh, play? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, ICANN meetings are free to attend. You don't have to pay to get in. 
um, and it's open to anybody. And in fact, almost every every session of every ICANN meeting is wide open. You can walk in and, and listen and participate however you please. So uh, ICANN has done a good job in, in facilitating what they call a multi-stakeholder environment, which is bureaucratic speak for if you know you think you have skin in the game, show up and, and speak your piece. And uh, they do, you know, they do a very good job of encouraging people to come and, and participate. So, um, uh, and, and believe me, there are plenty of opportunities to, to participate. There, there's almost always some sort of policy being debated or being developed. And um, uh, even if you're a newbie in the ICANN process, um, you know, once you get in there and learn the language, there are going to be plenty of opportunities for you to, to jump in and start contributing. So, you know, whether it's <clears throat> um, participating in person at an ICANN event uh, or participating remotely. ICANN does a good job of um, uh, making, uh, you know, uh, 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 telephone lines and, you know, Internet connections and all kinds of things available so that if you can't actually be in the room, you can at least know what's going on and find different ways to get your point across. Um, or actually jumping in and getting your hands dirty on, uh, on, a, on, on an issue that's important to you. There are plenty of opportunities to do that. Uh, just as a reminder for everyone, you're listening to Domain Masters uh, program on webmasterradio.fm. My name is Victor Pitts. I'm the host tonight, and we're joined by Mason Cole, who's the Vice President of Communications and uh, Industry Relations at Oversee. And we're discussing the upcoming uh, ICANN. Uh, show, which is going to be held in Mexico City, uh, March 1st through 6th. Uh, Mason, what are some of the big issues? What do, you, what do you think is probably the biggest issue that it affects um, domainers or domain investors, that special interest group, if you will, within the domain industry? What's the biggest issue that might affect them that's uh, sitting at this ICANN show? Yeah, it's, it's another good question, Victor. That, uh, um, the biggest issue in front of, uh, in front of the ICANN community right now is, is the introduction of new generic top-level domains. Um, you know, something to, to conceivably compete with, you know, .com, .net, .info, .biz, etc. Um, so from the point of view of a professional domain name registrant, uh, some of those properties could be fairly valuable, could present good opportunities for building out a website. Um, uh, you know, there's all kinds of speculations about what what TLDs are going to be <clears throat> proposed to be introduced, you know, things like .music or .mp3 or... Uh, dot movie or dot golf. I mean, it could it could literally be anything. So, if um, uh, professional registrants are are interested in new real estate on the web beyond uh, you know the most valuable right now, which of course is dot com or um, or the other GTLDs, uh, you know this is a this is a good uh, a good opportunity to take a look at what's being done to develop those new GTLDs. Um, second to that, there are some sort of finer gradations of policy development that are going on that, that domainers may not really be aware of, but would impact the way that they acquire domains. And here's an example. Um, as you may know, there are companies that make domain names available on what's called the secondary market, meaning they're not primary registrations. Uh, companies like Snap Names or, or uh, Namejet or Pool or GoDaddy, um, take expired names and, and that have been surrendered by their previous registrant and uh, make them available sometimes at auction, sometimes uh, for a flat fee, just depending on, on, on the domain name or the company's procedures. <clears throat> there's, a, uh, there's a policy being uh, proposed right now that would, um, uh, in effect, do away with some of the ways that, that those names are acquired and they would be mandated to uh, to be uh, run through a, a deletion procedure that's um, that 
that uh, would just it would make those names come available on the market in, 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 in at a different time and possibly in a different way. So essentially, so, force uh, them to use the result on domainers would be they may see an impact in how uh, how those names are acquired through those websites and how they become available. And uh, you know that's that would be disruptive to the way that that domain investors. Uh, look for and acquire their inventory, and and that's a very good uh, a very good place for uh, professional domain investors to to make their voice heard. You know, th- this is this is already a um, a predictable, uh, easy easy to learn process that that um, uh, domainers have come to understand, and uh, the companies that provide these services have have developed ex- expectations for their customers about how they make those domain names available. And nobody really is interested in disrupting that process. That would be uh, unproductive for the people who provide the services, and certainly it would be unproductive for the people who use them to have to go and relearn a whole new system and, and uh, have to spend time and money and resource in, uh, in trying to adjust to something that you know, I can just feels like it wants to try to change. Well, Mason, on this expired name policy, um, is, is this something that's fait accompli, or is it still open for discussion and, and taking input from stakeholders? No, it's it's very much open for discussion. I'm glad to tell you the um, uh, uh, ICANN follows a, a fairly arcane policy development process, and it's 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 a it's a terribly bureaucratic organization, and it's certainly not worth going into all the you know the granular detail about how they do what they do. But <clears throat> typically, policies are developed over time through an organization called the GNSO, which stands for the Generic Name Support Organization, and that's the policy making body that refers policy to the board for a vote. And through the GNSO's machinations, there are um, there are plenty of opportunities for uh, for people to, to contribute their thoughts and ideas, and even even jump in and and, and uh, do things like uh, contribute to the drafting team that's coming up with the policy or, or what have you. So if you go to the ICANN website, uh, or you can even do a Google search on this. Um, sometimes that's the easiest way to do it. Just type in you know ICANN or or um, um, uh, expired name policy development. Uh, just you know, a few keywords that that'll get you there, and you'll find all the links that you need to tell you exactly what stage that policy development is in, what the next step is, and how you can make your voice heard. Uh, it's, it's it's once you sort of learn your way around the ICANN website, it actually becomes a little bit easier to to to, uh, to submit what you think is important about any given policy. Well, folks, we're going to break for a real quick commercial. Uh, again, this is a Domain Master uh, Radio. Uh, you're listening to it on webmasterradio.fm. I'm Victor Pitt, your host, and being joined by Mason Cole, Vice President of Communication and Industry Relations Oversee, talking about ICANN. We're going to return with this uh, discussion as soon as we come back from this break. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Oh, wise master, I've climbed up this mountain to seek your wisdom. Yes, how can I help you, my son? I've traveled far to ask why my business isn't growing. You are on top of this mountain when you should be on topnichenetworks.com. But I need answers. You should be on topnichenetworks.com, specializing in direct marketing and lead generation as well as list management. Topnichenetworks.com has exclusives and leading payouts. They welcome new affiliates with hot offers. We don't seem to get the results we need at a price we can afford. Topnichenetworks.com will work on a performance-only basis, so you only pay for results. TopNicheNetworks.com has the answers that you've been seeking for making your business a success on a performance-only basis. And that's a good thing, because my butt's falling asleep. 
SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one set, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Mobile Presence, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, back to Domain Masters. Are you still master your domain? Yes, of my domain. Here's your host. Welcome back. This is Victor Pitts. I'm uh, hosting Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm tonight. And uh, we're being joined by Mason Cole, who's the Vice President of Communications and Industry Relations at Oversee. And we're discussing the uh, ICANN, um, ICANN show, uh, which is uh, going to be held in um, Mexico City March 1st through the 6th. And uh, Mason has attended uh, a, a great number of the ICANN shows. He ap- actually represents uh, Oversee uh, at the ICANN meetings, as he had done uh, previously with Snap Names as well. And uh, a fellow that's uh, certainly knowledgeable about the uh, process for how things get done at ICANN, uh, but also is... Uh, uh, you know, observes and monitors and, and, and keeps us all up to date on, uh, you know, some of the issues that might uh, affect uh, our company and, and domainers in general. And there's a number of them that we've discussed, such as uh, new TLDs, uh, expired name policy, uh, perhaps uh, changing, as well as uh, GNSO uh, restructuring. And so, um, you know, now that we're back from the commercial, Mason, you still there? I am. Okay, let's uh, jump right back in there. And uh, one of the questions I had for you uh, uh, regarding this ICANN um, uh, expired name policy, are they essentially thinking of uh, going back and, and forcing everyone to use the redemption grace period model? Is that is that what they're looking to do? Yeah, that's that's the idea. Um, the argument coming from the folks who are, are contemplating a, a policy change on this is that there, uh, there's too great a possibility for what they call a catastrophic loss of a domain name. And, uh, you know, I, I know that anecdotally we've heard of times when, uh, you know, someone's not paying attention to the expiration date of their, of their domain name, or maybe they just didn't keep their Whois record updated with their current email address, or for whatever reason, <clears throat> they miss a notice that it's time to renew a domain name and they lose it. And, uh, you know, the most famous case of that, I guess, was, the. Um, um, back in the, uh, in the late 90s when Microsoft let Hotmail go for a day, but they managed to pull that one back. But, um, you know, that happens uh, infrequently, but it, it happens from time to time. And um, the, the proponents of a policy change are saying that, that the answer to that possible harm 
would be to, uh, to to mandate certain behaviors of a domain name after it expires, and but before it deletes back into availability. And um, um, the 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 problem with that argument is that really there's there's no quantification of any harm. Um, on occasion, anecdotally, that might happen. But the fact of the matter is, the marketplace has come along and, and done a very good job of. Uh, um, building a marketplace mechanism to deal with expired names. And uh, the people who are interested in acquiring expiring names, uh, any, anyone from uh, you know, the mom-and-pop dry cleaners in, in your hometown all the way to, uh, to, to you know, major brands that everyone listening to this show would easily recognize, uh, go and use the secondary market for uh, helping protect their trademarks and, and acquiring names of interest and um, you know, buying a new name to, to build a business around, or uh, or or for any reason, you know, to put put pictures of your your kids' drawings up on the wall, it could be anything. So um, it, it there's really no uh, no quantified reason for a change in policy on the way that that expired names are dealt with, uh, and that's probably the opportunity for for people who are interested in this marketplace to make their voice heard because. Um, you know, without quantification of any specific harm, this is really policy development because somebody feels like it, not because there's uh, um, you know really any any reason to do this. And I think we can all agree that in a in a difficult economy, in a time when all of our resources are stretched as thin as they can be, now is not the time to develop policy just because you feel like it. Well, speaking of policies, um, I guess the main policy making body of uh, ICANN, which is the uh, GNSO. Uh, you had uh, indicated earlier that it's uh, undergoing some restructuring, some some changes to, um, and, and what are those changes? That, what do you see them being, and, and why is it important to uh, to domainers? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, uh, again, I'm afraid it's it's very arcane, but to make it as as simple as I can, um, the GNSO is made up of what are called constituencies, which are collections of people who have. Some sort of uh, some sort of interest in um, in domain name policy. Uh, domain name registrars have a registrar's constituency, and the registries that oversee a TLD have a registry's constituency, and and uh, intellectual property interests have an IP constituency, and there's an ISP constituency for internet service providers. Um, it, it, you know the list goes on for a bit, but. Um, uh, over time, as as ICANN has grown and as as internet policy has matured, that structure became pretty inefficient, and uh, it's become more of a legislative body than I think most people care for it to be. And so, <clears throat> there was a study done recently, and, um, and and recommendations made about changes as a result of that study. And um, uh, the GNSO is now undergoing those changes. And here's why it's important to domainers: the GNSO is the last stop for policymaking before. Uh, the ICANN board formally votes a policy into into being, and um, uh, individual users or registrants of domain names. When I say a user, I'm talking about somebody sitting in front of his computer and browsing. And and by a registrant, I of course mean the person holding a domain name. Those people have a very limited voice inside the GNSO. Most of their interests are represented by people who provide them services. And um, those interests are often relayed, but they're not often relayed as efficiently as they probably could be if um, if uh, registrants and and end users had their own voice inside the GNSO. So the the door is open right now inside inside this sort of arcane bureaucratic structure to have uh, domain name registrants better represented uh, on the policies that are important to them. 
and I've heard that you know there are, there are trade associations that that uh, you know represent uh, professional registrants. The ICA is one of them. The Internet Commerce Association, um, and you know those people are starting to find their voice inside the ICANN process. But there is definitely an opportunity now for people who use domain names to make their living to uh, to show up at ICANN and get an official seat at the table. And uh, there 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 is there is a process that's not. Uh, particularly hard to follow, where you uh, you petition ICANN for uh, for your own constituency, and uh, you could you could go to the ICANN website and learn all that you care to know about that. But but if if professional registrants are interested in in having a seat at the ICANN table, right now the door is a, about as open as it's ever going to be, and uh, and I would encourage them to to try to at least consider that step. If not, go ahead and take it. I understand also that uh, ICANN has is not. Or they have submitted a budget for next fiscal year, so they're going to be uh, opening their budget and and letting every or opening their documents and letting everyone comment on it. Is that is that something you think that uh, is going to happen? Is it something that is important for uh, domainers and domain owners to uh, know how ICANN is is spending that money? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, ICANN does this every year. They they put together a proposed budget and they're um, they submit it to to the community. That's what they call everybody, sort of outside the ICANN staff that wants a voice in the process. They publish it on their website. They they submit it to the community and they say, okay, here it is. You know, start start hammering on it. Let us know what you think. And uh, it, it is important to domainers because. Uh, every time, every time somebody registers a domain name, they pay a they pay a fee. You know, it's you know twenty twenty five cents, and and that fee goes directly to ICANN's coffers. And what ICANN does with that money uh, sometimes is in favor of of registrant interests, and sometimes is not in favor of registrant interests. And um, you know, it's uh, again a very uh, detailed. And uh, sort of hard to read document at times, but it, you know it's 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 worth an hour of your time to um, print out a copy of the budget proposal and take a look at it. And um, where you think ICANN isn't spending its money in the right way, or very wisely, or uh, against your interests, you have you you have every right to to make your voice known. It's uh, you're the one paying the fees as the registrant, and uh, uh, you know you pay your fees, you get your you get your voice. And, uh, and and now is the time to do that. It's it, the, the budget is open for comment, and uh, uh, it's it, it's definitely in, in in the registrant's interest to take a look at how that money is being spent. And of course, things can change. But based upon what you see right now, is there any indication that uh, ICANN is going to be increasing their rates in in, in the upcoming year? Well, it's a little too early to tell that. They um, the, the the per name fee tends to adjust over time depending on other factors inside the budget and there's you know, as you might guess, there's a lot of factors, but um, uh, it's probably a little bit too early to tell, but you know, ICANN has no plans to slow down uh, its activity. So I think a reduction in those fees is probably less likely than uh, than maintaining the current level or even increasing them. So um, even if it's a couple of pennies, if you're a significant domain name investor, in terms of having a pretty wide portfolio, you know that, that adds up to a fair amount of money. And uh, uh, when that does, then you know you uh, you take you take every interest in even you know even a cent or two change in that fee can can mean a, a fairly significant line item for you. 
And and for everyone that's listening, just if you uh, you want to kind of follow along with uh, some of the things we're talking about, that's going to be on the uh, ICANN agenda. Uh, again, you can you can go directly to their site and just follow the links for the uh, Mexico City uh, event. Uh, go to ICANN.org, and it's spelled I-C-A-N-N dot O-R-G. And uh, it's probably the simplest link, and then from there you can branch off and go to uh, all the other sites and see what all else is on the agenda. Uh, Mason, is there any uh, anything else that we haven't discussed that you think is uh, important for uh, people to uh, to know about this upcoming ICANN meeting? Well, probably not. That's that's uh, directly impactful on the way people operate their their domain names or their domain name portfolio. So so no, I would just uh, I would just say that. Um, in, in in the past several years, really, um, uh, people who invest in or develop or uh, build out domain names for a living uh, have been underrepresented in the ICANN process, and sometimes to their detriment. And um, uh, policy tends to get developed very rapidly by the people who are extremely literate with the ICANN process. And often by the time those uh, developments catch up with business owners or, or uh, domain name investors, it's uh, almost too late for any meaningful input uh, for for any input to have any meaningful impact and i you know i don't think any anyone who has uh who makes uh, his or her living doing this really wants to be uh, at a disadvantage or caught on their heels when it comes to 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 policies that impact the way they make their living so uh you know even if it's uh, sending an email to ICANN, making your views known or uh jumping in with with both uh both feet and uh, you know getting uh, getting involved in actually formulating policy, whatever level you feel comfortable with, uh, it's it's becoming more and more important to do that. And I would hope that domain name professionals uh, take the opportunity to do that because it's uh, it's becoming more critical to the way that they um, the the way these policies uh, impact the way they make their living. Well, Mason, we really appreciate you being on the Domain Masters and sharing your insight to the uh, upcoming ICANN meeting. You've been a a wealth of knowledge and information. I really appreciate you being on the show tonight. Thanks for having me, Victor. All right, folks, well, you've been listening to Domain Masters. My name is Victor Pitts. Uh, Domain Masters is uh, played uh, live show every every Wednesday on webmasterradio.fm. You can also uh, pick up the uh, show on a a whole variety of uh, podcasts, Sites, including iTunes, Google, Yahoo, it's it's on all the majors and and uh, many 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 other uh, podcast sites as well. Um, so this will be actually uh, out for podcasts within just a, a few days. Um, but you can always go and look for archives of uh, Domain Masters at uh, moniker.com, where we keep a, a list of the archives. Or you can branch over to webmasterradio.fm and, and pick up uh, their archives. They actually have a more extensive list going back to 2004 than even than even we have of her own show, which is, is, is outstanding service that they provide. So thank you all for listening in to uh, Domain Masters. Uh, again, next week we'll come back for a live show at 7 p.m. on Wednesday or listen to a podcast. And thanks for listening in to Domain Masters, where you learn to be the master of your domain. Signing out.
how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money. 